You are listening to a Nerd Room Podcast, a member of the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network. Be sure to check out more from the Star Wars Commonwealth on the web at StarWarsCommonwealth.com and take your first steps into a larger world. Hey everyone and welcome to the room. We talk about Star Wars, Marvel, and DC. This is episode number 218. We're discussing all things Star Wars. I'm one of your hosts, Tim. I'm Troy. I'm Carlos. And I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Or watch Clone Wars. <laughs> what? That's a loaf, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, man. The loaf. Loaf. Yeah. Sonny's got a way about him here. He said he cracked a beer, singing off. You missed out on his intro. Sonny, got to give us an intro. I can't start the episode without hearing it. I just, I just gave you an intro. You know, I got to keep it young and fresh. Okay, you're gonna deprive you know the listeners of, of the I'm Sanjay. I mean, I, I don't call it depriving. I sang to them. Okay. I sang them sweet lullabies, sweet nothings in their ears. You're gonna have. I some... can whisper it if you want. You have so many people fast forwarding like, to the end of the episode just to hear the outro, just to get that taste. Well, who's gonna say I'm gonna outro like that? <laughs> you know, I gotta keep the listeners on their toes. I gotta keep it fresh. I gotta keep it hip and current. This, and what's more current than me? Star Wars. That's what's more current, and that's what we're <laughs> talking about this week, guys. May the fourth be with you. We're recording one day after Revenge of the Fifth, and we're celebrating Star Wars this week, guys. It has been a huge Star Wars week with not only May the 4th, we got the end of the Clone Wars, the debuting of Disney Gallery, talking about behind the scenes of Mandalorian. Hasbro came in hot with some major figure reveals. And guys, just for a little fun this week, just to keep Sanjay engaged this week, we're going to be doing our first ever Star Wars Trivia Night. Yes, guys, you heard that right. We're going to be asking Star Wars questions to each other, all with a chance to win a grand prize of $50 to donate to Dreams Take Flight. This is the charity that we do support, so the winner will be able to donate that there in one of the kids' names, their names, whomever. But just to make this competition a little bit interesting, we're going to put a little stakes to it. Of course, there's always that pride, that gloating, that ability to brag on Twitter after this that they are the first ever Nerd Room Trivia Night champion. So, guys, buckle up. It's going to be a ton of fun this episode. It's all Star Wars, and you will hear from Sanjay towards the end of the episode. He's, he's clocked out. Put his timer in. No, I'm just kidding. Sanjay's going to be here. Oh, man, I'm winning this thing. I've been studying all night. I, hope I wrote so. the answers on my arm. <laughs> I have like the entire script from all nine episodes written on my arm and my back. Because, you know, I've been doing some massive lap pull down. So now they can fit on my back. There you go, man. You're looking huge. Quarantine <laughs> bod for sure. <laughs> One way or another. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, guys, it's, it's going to be a lot of Star Wars this week because, yes, indeed, it is the flavor of the week. And we haven't talked Star Wars in a big way in quite some time. There's been a lot of news that has built up here. There's been a lot of excitement, actually, on Twitter within fandom because of what has come out recently. And yes, we're going to talk about Clone Wars a bit here, too, guys. You know, I mentioned already, I'm going to mention it again because Troy and I are just salivating at the opportunity to hit the mics and talk 
a little bit about what we saw, just the, the greatness that Filoni and company put to screen to cap off season seven and the finale of Star Wars Clone Wars. Can't wait to get into that. But guys, like we always do at the top of these episodes, we've got to talk all about our weeks in nerd. And it's been a very interesting week for me, a very, very lucrative week for me. But I've been in my house the whole time. I've got the crew out here doing my dirty work. But before we get into any of that, but throw it over to my dude, Carlos, man. What is going on with you? You were on the hunt this week in a, in a big way, some way for me a little bit. But, uh, but what's going on with you, man? What have you been up to? Uh, you know what? Nerd-wise, it was a little off the beaten path. I know Troy, a couple weeks ago, we gave him the raspberries for clocking in that time with uh, Final Fantasy VII. But uh, <laughs> my week in Nerd, I kicked it uh, kicked it old school, for me at least. And I got my game back on for the first time in a long time. Been on a bit of a hiatus with the old PS4 since uh, Spider-Man came out. But uh, I decided to dip into The Witcher 3. So that was partially inspired by the Netflix show. Um, looking at the 520% increase in downloads for the game, I guess I'm not the only one who decided to try it out after watching the show. But it was one that I'd always been intimidated by because I heard it was really vast in scope and lots of hours to clock in to make it through and whatnot. And um, it was 25 bucks on like a bit of a sale that they threw at the beginning of March and I was picking away. But yeah, as life has changed, I've obviously found myself with more time as others have and uh might have clocked in actually if you're married to me maybe just fast forward about <laughs> 90 seconds or so um if you're listening to this but uh yeah i, I, I like checked my last save and i'd clocked in 98 hours and 32 minutes oh on this game. since when <laughs> I, I started in march okay in march like, well oh, i guess okay. Yeah, I guess we're, but, we're just the start of May. <laughs> yeah, but then, like, in the couple weeks between when we lasted our weekend nerd and tonight, like, oh, man, like, the game ramped up, and I just could not get enough of it. Just, <laughs> That's amazing. Oh, just, like, any second I had, it was just like, oh, I, I can go save somebody, or I can go get a contract <laughs> and, and finish it off. And, yeah, like, you know what? 25 bucks for 98 hours and... 32 minutes of entertainment, you cannot beat that value for a dollar. So if you got an Xbox Live account or the PSN, I suggest you hit it up and you'll be able to kill some time if you're <laughs> looking to do that. So which you right. agree with, I recommend. This is the point where we welcome back Mrs. Goddamn Batman. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> uh, what else to get up to, man? I know, I know you were... Um, you're doing. You had some a long grocery store shop. Uh, yeah, I was doing some hunting. Uh, you know, like in the the primary goal of the hunt was for okra, but all, <laughs> I also know that like the McFarlane Wonder Woman figures are popping up here and there. So I thought, ah, you know, maybe I'll be get lucky and find some of those on a shelf early. Uh, but I did end up having some hunt success. But I don't want to steal your thunder there man so i'll leave no, like, you or I'm, a, I'm, I'm, a, I'm gonna leave the story uh to you because i i i am profiting from this for sure but i don't have the experience like i have nothing to say other than the fact that i transferred a bit of cash and uh and you made my star wars day yeah so yeah may the 4th it just happened to be may the 4th it was like a long grueling ugly day of just trying to grocery shop and like inconsiderate people in light of uh 
current protocols and whatnot. And I was like, just having a bad day, like grinding, trying to just get, get my okra and the other things we need to survive. (laughs) uh, I was like, you know what? I'm going to dip into the toy aisle. Like I said, I was really had my fingers crossed to hit those Wonder Woman figures and always check for you guys on the hunt for the real Ghostbusters figs from last week and whatnot. Um, all those, all those things you guys are after, and yeah, I went into the toy aisle. It's looking pretty dry. I was, oh. I was kind of impressed with how stacked like the DC section was with some new product from like the Jack Pacific stuff and nice. um, a few of those McFarland <clears throat> figures. Although it was a lot of Green Arrows languishing on the shelves, but there was <laughs> one full peg in the Star Wars section, and they had obviously just unloaded a box of the Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary figs. So. Took a pic, sent a message to the DM, kind of waiting. Then I see like a couple people kind of starting to poke into the aisle, and I was just like, "Ah, screw this!" So took everything off the peg and put it into my cart. Love it. And, uh, Love it. Yeah, and then I like, yeah, I tried to call, and nobody's picking up. And I was like, "Well, I know he's at home, so he must be at a meeting or whatever." Trying to message Troy, and I was just like, "What the hell am I gonna do with these figures? I just can't leave this gold mine behind." Like. I was going to go hide him in the garden center or something, but... Uh, <laughs> you had him in a suitcase, man. You had him in a random suitcase. <laughs> Jesus. It's almost stealing. No, yeah. not take the suitcase out. You just hide him in the suitcase. Yeah, so it made a few loops, and then I was like, ah, you know what, I'll just, uh, just end up buying these things and uh, return them if I have to. But, um, yeah, my man Tim ended up giving me a call back and then Troy confirmed that he didn't need a few of the extras and uh yeah, I ended up landing that full line for you guys. Yeah, uh, the first wave secured. Yeah, never did uh, end up with the okra. But we uh <laughs> you, the the Degabayoda was about as close as I came to Yeah. <laughs> were you to what I was um, actually looking for? <laughs> were you at the uh the Walmart beside you? Like yeah. the one up north there? Yeah, okay. Because I was at, also at another Walmart, uh, be, the one beside me. And so I was like saying like, oh, there's not, I didn't see anything there. So we got to like almost like keep each other abreast of the situation. So we know like this Walmart's got this, this Walmart's missing this. So we, we should have like a little app or something that's like, you need this, you go to this Walmart. If you need this, you go to this Walmart. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. our DM. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If anybody needs a CW Green Arrow, they are all at the Walmart close to my house. Yeah, all of them. You just got to figure out what close to his house means. Yeah. <laughs> and need a, a CW Green Arrow. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, man, I have to thank you. This is, again, this is another huge... You got me the whole... Or your wife did, Mrs. Goddamn Batman. Got me the whole Black Widow wave. And the, you got me the whole Empire Strikes Back, the first wave here. So, like, I haven't been to Walmart in eight, nine weeks. And I've gotten two of the most sought-after lines that are releasing during this time. And <laughs> it's amazing. The goddamn Batfam is uh, is hooking me up. So Did you yeah. have to pay him hazard pay? I think there should be, like, a premium on those. He risked I think I gave him an extra three bucks. I rounded up, I think. <laughs> for you for you sonny i just gave you right what you told me to give you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i i included the hazard pay in there even though it shipped directly to you yeah and I, I, it's satin court i literally just pulled it out satin quarantine but we'll get to that in a second <laughs> troy my dude star wars yeah, week man. what were mm-hmm. you doing to celebrate were you were you out in like a gg hunt were you kind of taking around amazon i know dorkside toys yeah. big bad toy store had some big star wars sales on 
yeah, man. It's been all pretty much online game. I did do a Kijiji, not actually particularly a Kijiji hunt. Um, a person I bought an old Clone Wars figure off a while back actually contacted me and knew that I've been chasing a, a clone trooper. And so I got another clone trooper under my belt. So I got six clone troopers Ooh. now. So that's dope. So I'm, I'm, I'm army building, man. I'm in that zone. Um, Greg Capullo Superman. I think I con- I told you guys the other week I picked up that hero. He came in last week in the mail. It's nice. a really cool figure. I actually really dig it a lot. Um, it's been all pre-orders though, man. Carlos, Carlos is coming through, man. This guy is he's better than the claws himself. He is. <laughs> really is, man. This guy's great. He uh, he came through and messaged me because I've been chasing that um that McFarlane spawn with the sword, uh, Mortal Kombat line, and our a good buddy Darth Goody. He already posted up uh, pictures. Check him out. Um, Darth Goody actually already has the figure. Um, Carlos hit me up though and said, you know, EB has these on pre-order. Get at them. So ASAP, I went on pre-ordered that baby. Uh, I already got the Wonder Woman '84 coming up on pre-order as well. The Mysterio again on EB, 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 EB Games, sorry, um, has also appeared. So EB Games has really been just like killing it right now with the pre-orders. And um, this is kind of new territory for me because I haven't really done much with pre-orders um, except for when I dipped in with the 40th anniversary Luke. And that's kind of the, the first thing I really pre-ordered. So I'm kind of liking this route. So that's been good. Um, and also Rick, our boy Rick from the Tumbling Saber, um, today gave me a message about this book called um, Lost carnival it's basically about dick grayson uh in his early times before he became the boy wonder during this times at Haley circus um the premise seemed really cool so right away i pre-ordered that off of uh indigo chapters nice. um so i have that on the way and uh again man yeah it's just been that pre-order route so i'm uh i'm loving it man the last dance michael jordan continues to Whew. be oh, incredible goodness. It's fire, man. I'm on episode five right now. I I just finished a little Kobe-centric episode. Mm. Oh, Oh. man. So sad. Oh, yeah. Just had to bring a box of tissue. I was just like, why? Yeah, yeah. And uh, and Kukoc, man. Poor Kukoc. You got beat up in that episode. (laughs) I remember (laughs) that guy. (laughs) Oh, Tony. Oh, Tony. Yeah, no, it's it's been solid, man. Um, I mean, I finished my Final Fantasy, but I mean, I only have 50 hours under my belt, so it's nothing compared to... (laughs) Carlos's 90 plus hours. So um it's all around it's been great, but man, Clone Wars, baby. Clone Wars oh. is going strong. I finished that. Um obviously we're gonna get into it. But um just to bring it down a little bit, um, I just gotta, you know, I, last week when we recorded, unfortunately, there was the passing of major success star um Afran Khan, I believe. He's a massive Bollywood star, but I first noticed him from the Amazing Spider-Man series in uh, the first movie. Yeah. And he had a huge role in the life of Pi and um, Slumdog Millionaire. So I just want to pass out my condolences and a big RIP yeah. because this guy was great. He's, he's breaking quite big in North America, but I know he's really big over in Bollywood. So I just want to give out a big RIP to uh, to Mr. Khan there. So uh, that's, that's about it for me, man. Um, May the 4th was good. I'm, I, I continue to watch probably Avenger the Sith tonight. After watching, I'm gonna I'm gonna plan on watching the last four episodes of Clone Wars again oh. back to back, and then picking uh, or, or pop in Revenge of the Sith and just just go ham, oh, go ham, yeah. boy. Oh <laughs> man, that's I hear you, man. That that Clone Wars, yeah. yeah, like you said, we're gonna get into it. But holy, hmm. I gotta say, it, man, holy shit, that was something else. It was uh, crazy, crazy. It blew my brain apart. You know, you knew what was gonna happen, but holy, they just took it in such a, in such a direction here. Um, but before we get into that, Sonny man, what's going on with you? You know, you you uh, you were in the hunt a little bit, and you did uh, you yeah. hooked me up as well. 
that's right. But that's I'll, right. I'll tell you about that in a minute. But presumptively, you've got the uh, the same steelbook sitting in your lap there, close to you. No, man. Actually, well, well buckle in. Here's okay. a story for you guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, we'll get to that one when you get to the the steelbook. Um, so what happened was um, Best Buy Canada just got the Incredible Hulk steelbook, and so Tim is. Uh, that's the one you were missing to complete the MCU. Oh, no, does not look good. Uh, no, I got a long way to go to complete the MCU, but this is helping fill out phase one. Uh, okay, <laughs> okay. So I actually didn't order this. I think like maybe like a year and a half ago. I think I like sent. Um, I think I like messaged you guys, and Carlos was like, "Yeah, man, I need that too." So I actually contacted someone in the states because that came out like last year in the U.S. Mm-hmm. And so I contacted someone in the States for like a group buy and then they ended up picking it up. So uh, I've had that for like a year now. So yeah, you got me one yeah. too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So me and Carlos got one. We we were, that kind of like helped our friendship bloom. That's why they call you the man of steel books. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. Um, but in terms of my week in nerd, man, I got to bring the energy. Carlos and Troy, you guys really brought it. So like, what did I do in my week in nerd? Well, sit. And just wait, because I got a story to tell you guys. I'm not going anywhere, so, man. <laughs> so Friday, what did I do Friday? So Friday, I woke up and I had breakfast. Now, I had potatoes and eggs. And normally, I'm a sunny side up egg guy. Of course you but are. I, but I was like, you know what? Let's scramble them today. And then I decided I needed some salsa for the eggs because you can't have ketchup with eggs anymore. That's so last year. It's salsa and eggs now. And I realized I was out of salsa. Well, anyways, it there turns it out. I was, wait, I was waiting for this story to turn. <laughs> I was like, when do I cut them off until they go the right direction? <laughs> it turns out I needed a buckle for my belt. Now, with everything going on, buckles have placed uh, money as a new currency so what you can do is you can exchange buckles for goods and services because buckles have a use whereas money is just paper in this new world order we're living in Troy and looks so, what so I confused did... right now <laughs> <laughs> just trying to string you guys along um no man um my weekend nerd a little bit more exciting than that um in case you're wondering, I didn't actually need a buckle, so you know, don't panic, people Wait, out this, there. The salsa thread just dropped off. <laughs> yeah. like it just stopped. How's that well, tie into the salsa? I'm a medium salsa kind of guy. I don't want it too spicy, and you throw it on your eggs. You but where did the buckles cheap. come from? Then I don't. The story is like it's like an X-Men timeline. It's all over the place. <laughs> just meant to confuse you guys. You know, just to make sure you guys are paying attention out there. Keep me engaged. Okay, I got you. Keep you on your toes. You know, people that like half listen to podcasts are just gonna be like, "I think I, ch- I think I chose the wrong one." Like someone's talking about salsa and bu- and buckles. Like I think I accidentally switched to my other podcast. Um, no, man. Like I've been getting into um, some old school wrestling stuff um, lately, and I just th- went on Kijiji, and um, I-, I was just like, happened to find someone was selling some old school like WrestleManias on Blu-ray. So I was like, um, like really cheap too. So I was like, yeah, I'll I'll do it. So anyways, I got that. And, you know, that's a pretty good deal. Um, they're pretty hard to find, those WrestleManias, because I don't think they even, like, release them anymore. They only came out, like, the year that the WrestleMania came out. So I picked up those Blu-rays. And then yesterday, I was just, like, I was just about to go to bed. And I'm scrolling through Kijiji, and I see this one ad. And this one buddy was, like, 
$5 DVDs, WWF DVDs. And I was like, okay, cool. So I take a look at the ad. He's got some like incredible stuff. Like he had like every SummerSlam. So he had like SummerSlam 93 through 97. So that's five SummerSlams and he was charging five bucks for that one set. And I was like, wow, that's a steal. So I like, I message him and I'm like, um, there's six that I want. Would you take like 20 bucks for those six? And he's like, yeah, sure. Like, I just kind of want to get rid of them. Um, so I ended up going there today. And then as I pull up, he texts me and he's like, oh, I just found a whole bunch of other like paper pay-per-views that I also had. Do you want them as well? And I'm like, sure. If you're not going to like, if you don't want them, I'll take them. It turns out he had 30 movies to give me. Like, and I was just like, what? Like he came in with like a bag, like packed to the brim, like a Safeway bag <laughs> packed to the brim of 30 movies. And I was just like, oh my goodness. And he, I was like, still 20 bucks. And he's like, yeah, 20 bucks is fine. So I was like, man, this is a steal of a deal. So I'm talking about like, he gave me like eight Royal Rumbles, like I think eight Summer Slams, four Survivor Series. He gave me like the WWE Attitude Era. So it's like, the box set of like the i think 98 to like 2001 with like nice. stone cold rock mankind like that's kind of like my bread and butter of like pro wrestling is the attitude error to me like i think that was like the best some stuff like not that great but like when it was on it was really on and so he gave me like the three disc set of that um like some old like some other like pay-per-views and stuff so I, you know i was like man i got them like all spread out i'm just like okay i gotta like disinfect these and like make sure they're all good to go but yeah, man, I'll be watching wrestling for the next year. So, uh, <laughs> you know, so I think that was a pretty good find for me. Um, it's been a while since I've actually used Kijiji. So I was like, yeah, why not? And yeah, why not use it during a pandemic for the first time in six years? <laughs> ah, it's all good. It's I'm, all just good man. I'm just kidding. I'm <laughs> <Yeah, man, laughs> just kidding. Yeah, man. It's like a so, casual uh, <laughs> Well, you know, it's funny you say that too, because like I was on Kijiji and I noticed that they were selling salsa. Now, the thing with the Kijiji uh, sauce buckles. is, yes, buckles. So <laughs> the main the main takeaway from this is if I didn't need the salsa, which led to the buckles, which led to me checking Kijiji to find the wrestling movies. So there you go. It all makes sense. It's like that new Mutants plot. <laughs> the, the circle of life, baby. Circle of life. It's been right around. And I'm going to cap this one off because I don't have a wild ass story like that one. <laughs> so I'm going to get straight to the point between Carlos hooking me up with this Empire Strikes Back wave. And I've got Sonny, man, he he hooked me up with the Incredible Hulk steelbook here. When I first saw the cover, I was like, oh, shit, he got me the Hulk. Uh, <laughs> no, man, the Hulk looks different in the Ang Lee one. I know he does. But all I could see was the big letters that say Hulk across the top. And I was like, uh... oh, no. But that's okay. Uh, this is kind of completing out my back getting back into steelbooks mcu style and star wars and just trying to fill out that as i can through best buy this was like 21 dollars, which is uh pretty yeah. wild for a 4k blu-ray steelbook like you can't go wrong with that these things are usually 50 bucks when you told me it's 21 bucks i was like okay i'm that's what i'm gonna pay you but uh i don't know <laughs> if you're telling oh, me the right number or not. um it's 21 bucks for the front 21 bucks for the back ah, so that makes sense that's <laughs> yeah. okay i only need one side because i'm only I'm gonna put, i'll put it <laughs> yeah. in the middle <laughs> so and then other than that guys it was really about star wars day for me like you try got into the movies i let my daughter pick she loves the force awakens so we watched that with ray she just went bonkers she did a big decoration for uh for lunch so she got i said okay it's star wars day today and you get to to 
choose lunch and so we had sandwiches all cut up like darth vader she brought like all of her star wars stuff up from the basement and set it up i threw a picture up on twitter so go check that out but she was just having a blast with it we've watched force awakens we watched some clone wars together i watched disney gallery the new mando behind the scenes which i'll get into a little bit later and i just consumed star wars that's really what my week has been all about outside of the kind of key finds that Carlos and Sanjay were able to bring to my doorstep, which is just absolutely incredible, guys. I can't thank you enough for feeding that plastic anxiety, those steel books that collect and just continue to grow here, um, even given current circumstances. So it was, it was a pretty quiet week up until really the last couple of days. And yeah, I've been keeping up with the, the MJ The Last Dance as well. It's like you guys said, it's it's absolutely incredible. So go check that out. Kind of a little bit of a detour from from nerd, but man, it definitely fits the space, especially right now. So it's it's, it's been an exciting exciting week, um, just celebrating Star Wars, and um, we're gonna continue with that celebration this whole episode, guys. We're gonna start here with some figure reveals from Hasbro. So Carlos, I want you to take out a pen and paper, and I want you to take some notes because it seems that you're the only one that can find plastic for me these days. <laughs> I'll get this to you, man, and then you can hand it to Mrs. Goddamn Batman, and I'll be set. Like no problems whatsoever. <laughs> I shall input them into my AnyList app right now. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, Hasbro is out here as they always do usually. On May the 4th, we see quite a few reveals from them. And they took this opportunity, you know, given that we're celebrating Star Wars, to kind of get us hyped up, amped up for what's coming out in the fall and spring of 2020, which seems like a lifetime away at this point. But, guys, these are coming. So first one we're going to talk about here is a brand-new 6-inch Imperial Stormtrooper. Now, this is inspired by, or at least it says inspired by the Mandalorian. So I'm looking at this thing, and I don't know if it's a slight re-sculpt. I pulled out one accessible Stormtrooper I have, and I will say it's pretty generic looking. It's the white, but the head, I don't know if, Troy, if you have the images up, the head looks a little different to me. I'm not sure if there's just a slight tweak to it. Um, but my one question for this is like, I'm happy that they're throwing out another stormtrooper cause I need it. Cause I don't have a stormtrooper that's open. Um, so I, I like that they're doing this, but I might've preferred if it's saying inspired by the Mandalorian, I might've preferred kind of not so much the end of the Mandalorian stormtrooper, but those kind of dirty stormtroopers, the, uh, the kind of the, the ones from the first few episodes where they're kind of all painted up and all that or, or at least have the sand and soot and all that all over them um, as opposed to an all-white stormtrooper um you feeling this design like it doesn't look too terribly different uh, but it's good for bring, army building yeah i'm trying to bring that one up but it's the shiny one not the dirty one right yeah yeah like, this is the carbon yeah yeah i can't find an image on here um didn't get my much of attention i know which ones you're talking about i just can't bring up the image yeah. but like I said before, I'm just zoomed in on the uh, the clone troopers. I, you know, I like the carbonized stuff, but it doesn't work with me on everything. Yeah. So this is this, this is one. actually just a plain stormtrooper. This is so the there's, plain there's one. a okay. carbonized one that they announced a, a couple of weeks ago, and this is just a plain stormtrooper that okay. is going to be from the Mandalorian, but it's a stormtrooper. Oh. Um, so okay. I don't, okay. And I don't know if it's changed that much. I don't know what inspired by the Mandalorian means. The only thing I can see is the helmet looks a tad different, a little bit more compressed. Right. Um, but yeah, to be seen. But this one coming up here, man, you're talking about clone troopers. We've yeah, got a, a black series inspired by the Clone Wars itself. We got a Camino trooper. We've got dark gray, big blaster rifle. Actually, pretty sweet looking clone here. Um, you've been building out that clone line. Yeah. 
is is this something you're going to jump into? I know you've been doing pretty much the all white, right? Uh, but this is a bit of a variant on that, and it's a fairly detailed variant at that. Um, mm-hmm. You gonna be hitting this one up? No, I'm gonna pass on this one. This one's great. It's fantastic. Um, this is like one of the other options of like the heads for the for the clone troopers. Mm-hmm. I like the ones that are based more off of, I guess, the attack of the clones look, as opposed to the ones that you get later on in like Rex's kind of line and, yeah. and Jesse's kind of crew. But it's still, regardless, it's a fantastic looking figure for sure. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad we're getting more of these kind of, and I hope we get a little bit more away from. Uh, I guess the original trilogy era and go back to more of the prequel and even more of the sequel trilogy troopers. Yeah. Actually, I guess the sequel's gotten quite a bit of troopers too. I think mainly we need a little bit more prequel love when it comes to the troops. Yeah, we, we saw that about those. Troy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those early blue cards had quite a few clone troopers in them. Right. But since then, like they had the green, the red, they they had uh, Commander, was it Commander Cody or Commander Wolf? Um, yeah, Cody, and the Cody Wolf, I yeah. think, yeah. yeah. Um, quite a few. And then they had the planes, uh, clone trooper, of course, from the orange card back. So that was, that's like 14, 15. So that was quite a few years ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so it's nice to see them returning here. I'm hoping we, with the success of Clone Wars here, I'm hoping we get a few more Clone Wars figures announced. Maybe an updated Ahsoka would be great uh, oh, with, her, with her new uh, new outfit and all that. I think yeah. updated face sculpt maybe. Mm-hmm. Uh, that'd be beautiful to have. Now, you're a Vader guy, man. You're a Vader collector. So am I. Yeah, man. So adding to your interest, I'll say, around the carbonization <laughs> series, we've got what is now a, I believe this is an Amazon exclusive. I might be wrong there, but we've got another entry into that line. It's going back to OT, and it is Empire Strikes Back carbonized Darth Vader. Now, this is going to mm. see a bit of a price jump, five to eight buck price jump, because it's part of this carbonized series. Um, it's Vader. He's kind of got like this almost blue silver sheen over Mm -hmm. him in the carbonized box. So it looks unique. It looks exclusive, but these things are really keeping up, uh, creeping up on price. I saw the Boba Fett up on pre-order EB games, 50 Canadian dollars. What? Yeah. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's bananas. But how are you feeling about, about this, this re-released and repainted Darth Vader? Yeah, when I saw this one drop immediately on Twitter, I, I tried to get in on the pre-order, man, and um, it was gone. It was done. I couldn't, couldn't yeah. get my hands on it. Um, and then when I stepped back and I looked at the figure, I was like, you know what? I'm really just more in love with the box yeah. than anything because the box is dope because it's like it's like the red and black box that we have now, but it kind of looks like it goes back to the tw- or the 2014, 2015 look. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like the color of it, it's just like a dark kind of box yeah. going on. Um, and then the Vader suit, it's it's just a little too blue with that carbonized going mm. on. So I don't know if this one's helmet comes off much like we did get with like the uh, blue card back Vader. I'm not too sure. It does look like a better head sculpt than yeah, the last one. Yeah, it looks pretty one. good. It looks pretty good, but um, for me, it's no sweat. I mean, if I could have got the pre-order, cool, but I'm not going to chase it, Yeah, I guess. And you know? I, I agree with you on this. These This carbonized series is cool, but mm-hmm. to me, they're, they're cool because of the box art. And mm-hmm. the figures themselves, they're not they're not a representation of a film accurate figure. There's something mm-hmm. that's unique. It, it kind of reminds me a bit and Carlos, you may be able to, to sympathize with this a little bit. It kind of reminds me when they start doing these variants of Funko pops, it's like just like random sculpts and paints. And we've seen a lot of this with Funko. Like, like I said a couple of weeks ago, guys, I got that wood version of captain America and Funko pop. And this seems like they're going down the, the same route with that. It's just slight tweaks, variants, paint apps to these figures added inflated cost which 
does bother me a little bit, but I will say that I like the concept behind it. If I can get my hands on these at a reasonable price, I will definitely be picking them up because they look great on a shelf in box. These aren't something that I'd ever really pull out of box. These stay in box for me. Like the, I got the carbonized Mando and the jet trooper that Darth hooked me up with. Um, if I see anything else, I'll definitely pull the trigger, but it's got to be at the right price. I'm not paying 50 bucks for a carbonized Fett or Vader. It's just just not for me. Like So it's kind of a, it's a cool and interesting line, and if it's treated as an exclusive line, I'm cool with that, which is also going to cause prices to go up. But it's a, uh, it's a line that I'll get into if I see it, and if not, I'm not going to kill myself not having these. Yeah, no, I hear you completely. So, and then to to really build out the Empire Strikes Back uh, 40th anniversary line, we've got a Forlom and a Zuckus two pack coming here this spring. So it's the interesting piece about this is that Forlom and Zuckus, the original figures from Kenner, they had the names backwards on the box, and so there's always been this confusion as to who is who, and they've actually recreated that here, swapping the names and reversing them. So we recently got a Forlam and a Zuckus in the red card backs, and so these are just repacks with the, the, the vintage card backs, but they've done kind of that cool thing and swapped the names around, so the actual names of the characters are incorrect on these boxes, so they've d replicated what Kenner did, you know, 40-plus years ago with these figures, which is pretty cool. This is an Amazon-exclusive us exclusive so they're gonna be pretty hard to get probably but again it's it's kind of a really cool throwback and something that's gonna this is gonna drive me nuts not having you know given that i've got a good dent into this empire strikes back 40th anniversary line these figures here they're gonna have to find their way into the collection at some point um but given that they're amazon exclusive in the states yeah we're looking 50 bucks in the states we're looking at 70 bucks for two figures which i guess isn't too bad still potentially that sub $35 rule maybe so we'll see but they're they're interesting you know there's nothing crazy about these but it's nice to have really that bounty hunter filling out or that bounty hunter line filling out here with the vintage card back so I think this actual celebratory line is quite a bit larger than the new hope line which was two solid waves this looks like two solid waves plus quite a few of exclusives they're actually going to fill this out and the other one that's going to fill out this line is the Han Solo and Carbonite. So this is literally just Han Solo and Carbonite. This is just a square block with that. And this originally came in, uh, I don't know if it was 2012 or 13, in a Boba Fett San Diego Comic-Con exclusive package um, that came with Fett with the, with the Han Solo and Carbonite. The nice thing they're doing here, this is on the vintage card back, but they've actually dropped the price down. So they've dropped it by about five, six bucks because you're just getting basically a hunk of plastic. Um, that's shaped like uh, Han Solo here. So interesting, nice decos, kind of a nice throwback to uh, Empire Strikes Back as well. Troy, like beyond the the line or it's kind of the pick and choosing that you're doing, does the mm -hmm. Zuckus Forlom two-pack or even mm -hmm. this this Carbonite interest you at all? <laughs> Not the Zuckus by any means. Those two figures just don't do much for me. Um, they look great. They look fantastic. The box art's cool. You know, represents that whole 40th anniversary Empire look. I was just checking out. I guess they're already sold out, too, on Hasbro Pulse. So yeah. that's crazy for $49.99 American. But this uh, Han Solo one, is this This is in the 6-inch scale, too? Yes. Yeah. It is. So it's $14.99 on yeah. Hasbro Pulse. But it's sold out, too. Um, the, the weird thing with that one for me, it's the box art, though. Like, yeah, you got of... Han frozen, and then you have him in package frozen. It's It's a little weird. I thought it was fake, to be honest with you, when I saw it for yeah. the first time. I thought, okay, this yeah. is kind of a May the 4th joke. 
that someone's yeah. put together. Um, but it's real. <laughs> it's real. Yeah, for me, I think this would be dope if you know, out of box, this would be cool. Yeah. And you post it up and you have, you know, especially if you have your 20, what, 14 or 15. I have her, the, the Leia in the Bounty Hunter costume. Yeah. The orange. Is that the orange one? I yep. think so. But if you have her posted up with uh, that uh, Han Solo, and then also if you got the latest um, um, Lando, the Bounty Hunter Gear 2, like that could be pretty cool. And you have Jabba's yep. Palace, like that'd be a nice display. Uh, I just feel like this thing has to be out of the box because in box, it just looks ridiculous, in my opinion. 100%. It comes with actually a cool little stand that you can have it sitting up or you can have it horizontal. So, so you can have this posted up with Fett walking with it to Slave 1. Oh, so it actually looks pretty cool with the That's little stand. Cool. So they put the effort into this thing, and it's yeah. nice that they drop the price off, yeah. um, which makes yeah. it a little bit more digestible. And now, last last reveal before Sanjay and Carlos can <laughs> come back here. So we got our, our first look. Now, Troy, you have put maximum effort into this. This is something that you voted for a couple of years ago. This is the <laughs> yeah. Dagobah Luke Yoda 2-pack Empire Strikes Back 40th anniversary box art it looks awesome this is kind of luke all dirtied up and they're saying here too this is the first time that yoda is actually going to be properly scaled for the black series line because of course you're able to put yoda on luke's back in that right. blue sack from when he was training on dagobah this oh, has nice. to be you've 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 been looking at this figure for years this has to be something you're going to pull the trigger on yeah, man. I remember, was it this time last year or some point last year? You were like, man, like the voting polls open. What are you going to vote for? And I was like, tag about Luke and just just missed that margin, man. We just got a little over. And uh, here we go today. We got this guy coming out. And I feel like I say this every Luke figure, but this might be the best Luke figure face. This face looks really good. Like, I just want to take that head and pop it on every other Luke figure that I have because um, he looks solid, man. And he's, you know, he has a little bit of gains going on in the arms. You yeah, know, because I remember Empire Luke, he had a little bit of biceps going on. And um, the Yoda, the Yoda to me is the biggest thing because I had no idea it was going to be like a little deluxe set. I thought we were just mm-hmm. going to get Luke. Uh, but the fact that we get Yoda, and then you're also telling me too that it scales properly and you throw him in the backpack. Um, I like that promotional art they have of him doing like the one arm handstand. Yeah, looks cool. Uh, that'd be sweet if you can actually pull it off. Uh, you probably need a stand to do that, but uh, it looks great, man. This I'm definitely chasing this. Definitely. Yeah, I, I hear you on this one. It's it's a great looking two pack. I love the box art here. This is tempted to leave in box just because mm-hmm. of the look of it. And you're right, the price point is decent. It's forty dollars, which is about probably about maybe in that fifty ish dollar range here which isn't terrible for what you're getting as far as the figures go. And you're right, the sculpt, man, the the, the kind of revolving door of Hamill heads, man. Yeah. Every single figure. Like, they don't <laughs> reuse a sculpt at all on this guy. And here we are, another. It's it's from the high-res photos, it looks it looks good. That's and really so good. it's it's an exciting reveal here. And all these are actually quite exciting. I don't – there's nothing in here that is kind of a, a toss-away for me in the Black Series. It's all things that I'll likely look to get my hands on. Uh, different, you know, levels of anticipation, of course, but all of these, all of these look really, really great, and I'm excited for what's coming here this fall. So that's quite a ways away yet, but still, it gives some big anticipation for potentially when we can be, you know, grinding back in the stores again. Hopefully, mm-hmm. fingers crossed here to find some of these on the pegs. Most of these, a lot of these are Amazon exclusives, but nonetheless, hoping that we see. Some of the exclusives, you know, fall into Toys R Us and that up here, like we have seen in the past, maybe even EB Games with some of these other exclusives, these shared exclusives across the border. But nonetheless, the hunt is going to pick up in intensity for sure this fall and into the spring and all that. So 
Very, very exciting stuff. Now, it's time to move on, guys. Sanjay has disappeared. He's gone. <laughs> I don't know where he is. Uh, Carlos is still here. And let's, let's bring you back, man. We're going to talk a bit about a few of the announcements that came out on StarWars.com yesterday, May the 4th. And the number one being here is is Taika Waititi. Man, this guy has got some serious, serious momentum behind him. Not only did he direct Thor Ragnarok, and he is slated to direct Thor Love and Thunder, but he also just won an Oscar for Best Adapted Screenplay for Jojo Rabbit. He had a, a widely, widely acclaimed episode or directorial contribution to The Mandalorian on Disney+, Plus, directing that final episode. And now it has been announced that he will direct and co-write a new Star Wars feature film for theatrical release. I found it really interesting that they were so specific to say feature film for theatrical release. So there's no debating where this is going to land. Now joining Watiti is going to be, for writing the screenplay, will be Academy Award nominee Christy wilson Carnes. So she did 1917, Last Night in Solo. So... You know, again, critically acclaimed film there with 1917. And so these are two heavyweights coming into Star Wars. Now, likely, and I don't know, I'm saying this, they're taking the place of someone or something. I don't exactly know what space this is. And, of course, we have no idea when this is coming out. Given his commitments to Thor Love and Thunder, this is likely looking at a 23-24 style of release. But, Carlos, man, how you feeling about Watiti joining, not really, I guess he's already joined the Star Wars family, but joining the Star Wars family on big screen and then bringing in critically acclaimed writers to, to pen the screenplay here? Uh, I like it, man. I, I love his stuff. Like, I was a fan of his with, like, Hunt of the Wilder People. So I've, I've been on the Taika train long before he ever showed up and brought it with Thor Ragnarok, which I loved. And um, I, I really liked IG-11 in The Mandalorian. I don't yeah. know how much of that was him writing his own stuff or directing his own stuff. I didn't pay a ton of attention episode to episode. But, uh, yeah, like, I, I love Taika, who, eh, well, there's some that don't. But, uh, you know, Jojo Rabbit's probably my favorite movie of last year. And, um, yeah, I see nothing but upside. And I think it's good. Like, I think Star Wars is in that space where dc was where the franchise is a bit beaten up so it's time to try some fresh and different things mm -hmm. and uh you know see what people like see what people don't like and uh you know i think the most special projects are born of that type of approach so yeah i i think it can be nothing but a positive and you know if he takes a swing and it's a completely different star wars experience that people don't like so what i applaud them for trying but I don't think that'll be the case. I think he'll nail it. And as far as the writers go, like, yeah, you know, they took what was Sam Mendes's grandfather's experience in World War One, which would have just been a bit of oral history, and turned it into an extremely compelling movie last year. That's a huge coup for Star Wars. So, yeah, mm -hmm. I like the talent. It's totally, totally in a different space than, like, J.J. Abrams and Chris Terrio, right? So, yeah. Yeah. Um, which was their last at bat. So yeah, I kudos to me. Like you guys have heard lots where I'm, I'm all about the take risks, try stuff out character first. And that's what these two seem to be bringing to the table. So yeah, I'll be there for it. Yeah. It's definitely an exciting turn for Taika Waititi. I know it had been rumored for a while and he denied that. And then he came out on Twitter or Instagram today and said, ah, psych. It actually was true. So in true Taika Waititi fashion, I, I'm actually really, really enjoy 
Taika Waititi from all his quirks. I think he is like that perfect mix of weird and intelligent and genius and an eye for the camera, but also an eye for kind of the art form behind it all. And a real character guy, you know, he really turned Thor on its head and breathed brand new life into that series. That series is on life support, in my opinion. Um, I always liked the character of Thor, but he always felt somewhat out of place up until Thor Ragnarok. And then he really took kind of that one of those mantelpieces going forward into Infinity War and Endgame where he had some serious like Infinity War is basically his movie. Um, him and Thanos. So I think a lot of that goes to Taika Waititi, again, like you said, taking those risks with a character. And my hope is here, and, and you mentioned it, you know, they, they had their mainstays, you know, they, they're Ron Howard's and that they did try to go kind of a bit external to kind of those hard and fast, those, those, those seasoned directors and writers. And it didn't work for them very well, but Taika seems to be a, enough of a, um, you know, off-base choice, but someone that has experience within Star Wars. And when I watched Disney Gallery, it's on directors, and he said that, you know, having a guy like Favreau and Filoni to kind of keep him between the ditches a little bit really helps. So I think having someone like with like Christy Wilson Cardin's here to help keep his his quirkiness and the importance of him kind of a bit more, you know, a little bit grounded, I think that's going to be, you know, a really great tandem. Now, Sonny, we all know that Thor Ragnarok is probably one of your favorite MCU films directed by Taika Waititi here. So it's not that it's a bad film. It's, it's very excellently made. It just wasn't the film I was expecting going in and I haven't seen it again. So maybe if I go in and rewatch it, knowing what to expect, I'll enjoy it more. But certainly when I sat down in the theater seat and I was just like, huh, this isn't the end of times that I was promised. <laughs> Yeah, that was Joss Whedon. <laughs> so, but how do you feel about Taika Waititi joining Star Wars in the the feature theatrical release type of film? Yeah, man, I'm always here for new content, and um, seeing a director like Taika Waititi, you know, he really, I don't know, man, he's just like he he doesn't, I don't know, he like he's really, you mentioned it, he's really well versed like in cinema history. I remember I was watching this video of him. Um, on YouTube and he went to this French video store and basically the whole video is he directors go in and they pick movies that they really enjoy and Taika's choices were very interesting um, very like there weren't movies that you would think he would pick when you look at his movie catalog and that just you know that just kind of interested me and um, seeing him do a Star Wars movie I think it's going to be great man I think it's going to be really cool um, obviously it's still too early to know like what what he's doing and uh, what the movie is going to be about, but uh, I'll be there. I think it'll be cool. Yeah, yeah, very much agree. Try. What's your take here on uh, on Taika Waititi taking the director's reins and also being joined by? I believe you quite enjoyed 1917, mm. correct? Mm. Thousand yeah. percent movie of the year. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I'm I'm stoked, man. Um, well, I'm hesitant, right? Because we we've, we've been in this position before with <laughs> Disney, where we we get these announcements, we and you know we're over the moon, and then. It's done. It's a wrap. And then it's, it's gone, right? Like the Boba Fett project and Obi-Wan's been a hiatus for a while here and we've, we've had in the past, but, um, Hey man, know, that's DC's thing. We announce projects and then never yeah. make them. Yeah, man. <laughs> Stop trying to take our thing. <laughs> no, but, um, if you were to go back before the Mandalorian debuted, I probably would be less thrilled. 
I think Taika was great um, at that time, but I would think bringing what he offers to the table, I'd be a little hesitant. But after seeing what he did with that final episode of Mandalorian, from the humor to the serious tone, from the, from the lore of it all, um, man, he knocked it out of the park. Is the best episode of the whole series. So to see what this guy can do with a two-hour film, sign me up. And yeah. when you throw on the fact that we're getting 1917's um, writer, which was, for me, just it should have won movie of the year, man, I'm totally on it. Totally on it. So I'm stoked. Um, that was revealed yesterday, too, right? May the 4th? Yeah, May the 4th. That was yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so that was just, you know, a cherry on the top, man. So I can't wait to see what they're going to do. i just like to know what we're getting. If they could just give us that one inkling, that one little detail, you know? At least an what era, a time, like somewhere in the time yeah. is he going to be focusing? Yeah, um, I, I, I'm guessing maybe, I don't know, probably before the prequel era. I feel like we're done, basically, with the whole OG era. The prequel territory has pretty much been filled out, too. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like they're going to go past the uh the ray saga quite yet i don't think so. so either and like they got this whole what was it the project luminous stuff that's happening yes. like 300 years before or so i think three four hundred years before the events of episode one yeah. so i don't know maybe going farther back who knows um i am excited gonna, for this too um it's, it's, it's gonna quite, be knocked up with anakin and padme right up your alley there, Troy. <laughs> oh, okay. are they gonna be children though or are they gonna be fully grown that's it's gonna take space between scenes in episode <laughs> episode three. Yeah, between, you know, between the be. cows and when Obi Wan calls her out for uh, for having babies on board. <laughs> but you know what? Um, coming off the high of um the current Clone Wars series, I I would love to see a Maul series in in his hands. I I think that could be or a movie. Sorry, I think that could be pretty cool, especially filling in that gap between obviously Clone Wars and Crimson Dawn. Uh, yeah. the solo. Um, ending. Oof. I think that could be interesting to see what he could do there. It'd be a little bit of a different take. Um, maybe it'd be that dark movie that Sonny always wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. I'm telling you. Well, some some other director tweeted out a picture of Star Wars yesterday, so maybe uh, Peyton Reed one and Zachary uh, Snyder will get a shot at the Star Wars. Well, yeah, there's a lot of guys throwing stuff because Peyton Reed and Robert uh, Rodriguez also threw out a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, letting that one fly over. My head. <laughs> uh, also said they're directing in season two of Mandalorian. But yeah, Snyder, I don't know, man. There, there you guys, uh, you can, you can do that if you want. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just playing with you guys. Uh, but also announced on Stars.com was uh, in addition to Watiti here being joined uh, by Christy Wilson Carnes. We've also got Leslie Headland who did Russian Doll, which I'm not super familiar with, but it was announced that she's currently in development of an untitled Star Wars series for Disney+. Plus. She will write, execute, produce, and serve as the showrunner for this series. And this now goes on top of The Mandalorian, Mandalorian Season 2 as well, and to include Cassian Andor and the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. So we're really, really padding out what we've got here on Disney Plus with an additional show. Now, Troy, do you have any thoughts as to what we could be? Could this be maybe potentially the spinoff series from Mandalorian Season 2 with this rumored appearance of Ahsoka Tano? Man, she got some serious, serious screen time in Clone Wars. (laughs) Is this the right time for a live-action adaptation of Ahsoka on Disney Plus? Uh, The right time, 100%. Do I think it's Ahsoka? No, I, th- I think we would have had the announcement that Dave Filoni would be attached. That's yeah. that's his baby right there. That's that's the golden child. So I feel like if it was Ahsoka, it would be Dave Filoni would be announced right with it 
on that project. Um, this one for me is a complete mystery. I have no idea where they could be going with this um, with this story. To be honest, I got nothing. I got nothing, man. And again, they've given us nothing. Uh, I'm not familiar too with her her other series. I've heard good things about it. Um, what I've been hearing was it's basically has like the Groundhog Day effect, I believe, with this with this yeah. series. Um, but like, I don't want to get into it because I don't know anything about it. That's all I really heard. So you heard I it here see. first. Troy guarantees <laughs> that this Star Wars series will be based off Groundhog's Day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bill Murray, right? Yeah, he's coming back. Carlos' his favorite. Thank you. Go. <laughs> go back to last week's show and check out that. <laughs> Ghostbusters. Now, Carlos, are you familiar with Russian Doll at all? And you know, if there's something you want to see on Disney Plus from Star Wars, you're like, do you have? Is there any desire? Do you want a, a Battlefront? I don't know. You've been heavily into that game with the kids. Yeah, you know what? That would be cool. Um, yeah, Russian Doll. Like she brought it with that show. That it's not something that Disney would put out. <laughs> by any stretch of the imagination but she gets character she gets storytelling so that's that's exciting to me um her sensibilities could pull off something cool with ahsoka but like troy said it'd probably be best to let her uh, her creator handle that series or maybe they're doing it in tandem and they announced her first because they want to have that um making sure that there's a, a female creative front and center with the project mm-hmm. and Maybe that was a bit of the the gambit with the announcement, but uh, yeah, I'm 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 there for it. I'm I'm excited, and you know, I, I was all in for Mandalorian, man. Like, spent some money on iTunes for that score, so okay. I, I'm here for it, man. Whatever whatever they bring. Yeah, they, they've been doing some seriously good stuff in the Disney Plus space. Now, Sanjay, we can't quite convince you to get over there yet. No, what is it going to take? What is it going to take to get you? To help us review some of these Star Wars Disney Plus series, uh, you including guys can this new one. It. I'm huh? not going to stop you. Uh, you guys can review it. I'm not going to stop you. I what know, is I'm it going to take kidding. for me to get Disney Plus? Um, I don't know. The, money <laughs> you know? Series, man. the cartoon anime. I know. Right oh, there. I know. You, they almost got me with that, and then there's the new one coming out too. So. New Mighty Ducks. Yeah. I didn't know about that. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. I think yeah. they're going back. Gordon Bombay. Yeah. Oh, he's coming oh back? okay, like not oh. the cartoon, like that. No, movie. no, no. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure it's it's. I think he's coming back. I'm not 100 percent on that, but yeah, they're oh, they're man. dipping into all those old wells, man. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I don't know. You know, um, will I get it? Maybe. Seven bucks a month, man. Seven bucks a yeah, month. Yeah, it's, it's it's a good deal. It's a good deal. Um, I'll get it eventually. Maybe when they start putting out the MCU shows. At this point in time, I'm just like I have most of this. That's true. Like, That's a good call. Do I have to? Do I have to add another channel to the? Yes, to you the do. to the list. Yes, I don't know. Do. I mean, I gotta save up for the uh, HBO Max. That's coming out. So. Yeah, yeah, you do because it's real expensive. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I think this is all, this is all very exciting news. You know, Stars is filling out very nicely now. I think this this slight step back, refocus a little bit. You know, as they say in the DC Extended Universe, this is a step in the right direction <laughs> for Star Wars for sure. No, this is this is great stuff. You know, I can't wait to see what they what they put to screen here. And you know, picking up on that Disney Plus thread, I'm just gonna quickly talk about Disney Gallery. So this is a new mini documentary type of series that's kind of, you know, pulling back that curtain to look behind the scenes. I think this seems like it's something that's going to be a bit more like they're going to look behind an MCU, behind this, behind that. But they're looking at The Mandalorian first. So it's an eight-part miniseries looking behind the scenes at the first live-action Star Wars television show, which 
is is great. It's right up my alley. I absolutely love this stuff. And the first episode dropped on May the 4th, which again, just filled up my day beautifully. And it was focused in around the directors. And looking back, Deborah Chow, Taika Waititi, Dave Filoni, of course, and just running through kind of their process on how they constructed the episodes, how they worked together. It was incredible to see them all working and, you know, bringing their own spin to it, but having Favreau kind of guide the ship to make sure that tonally these things were consistent, but that each person was able to bring their own taste and flavor to the Mandalorian. So it doesn't give, you know, I know, Carlos, you talked about a bit of, of worry about showing too much of the magic behind this first one, at least it didn't dip too far into, you know, this is how they did this scene, et cetera, et cetera. This was a nice framing of the creative process. You know, they had a nice round table led by John Favreau. There's some great stories in there from Filoni when he first met George Lucas. It's a, uh, it's a really well-constructed 32 minute, you know, just quick episode on, on the directors. And it gives you some insight even into Taika Waititi and his mindset with regards to Star Wars. And so it helped really frame out that announcement, actually, that they had the same day. So it's if you guys haven't watched it, it's on Disney+. Plus. It dropped Monday. I'd go back and check it out. It's worthwhile. My wife watched it with me. And, you know, she's not a huge lover behind the scenes stuff, but she felt herself engaged and, and like the stories. You know, Bryce Dallas Howard, this is her first big act or directing gig. And just seeing her go in there and own the set it was it was awesome to watch um so yeah definitely check it out disney galleries mandalorian eight episodes here i believe it's coming out every single monday and uh the first one directors it's uh it's definitely worth the watch for sure definitely worth your seven bucks a month there sonny i will say <laughs> he just racked up wrestling dvds for like 75 cents a piece so that's true i, I know but that's like that's like 20 wrestling dvds so yeah <laughs> and like 13 wrestling vhs's so i don't know that's right, but you got to find a four hundred dollar VHS player. <laughs> <laughs> no, Troy hooked me up. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, you got it. <laughs> so his wife was probably like, "Troy, you got to get rid of this piece of shit." And then Troy's like, "Hey, Sanjay, I got the perfect thing for you, man." I've been saving this. I was gonna keep it, but man, you're yeah, my boy, so man. here you go. I, I picked it up just for you at a garage sale, man. You know, I'm gonna I... give it to my kids, but man, I thought of you. And... Yeah, you <laughs> they were crying. Why, Poppy? Why? Like, no, Sanjay gets this. <laughs> Yeah. poppy i like that <laughs> all right guys before we get into our little trivia night here troy we gotta take it. A, we gotta take a bit of a detour off into oh, clone wars go. man let's go so guys <clears throat> clone wars was never really my thing i've said that a million times on this podcast but holy god <laughs> holy goddamn batman i don't know man this Final four episodes. You know, we touched on the first of the few episodes. They had there's two big arcs, right? There's uh, our three big arcs. There's the Bad Batch and there's the Ahsoka kind of middle arc there. Both of them, I'll say, were good and they were very much of the Clone Wars flavor, but they pale in comparison to the last four episodes, which is really the Siege of Mandalore episodes, I believe, nine through twelve. This is brilliant Star Wars on screen. Some of the best Star Wars period that i've seen and there's been a lot of really good stars in the past couple of years this this blew me away so i'm gonna i'm gonna say light spoilers here we won't go into too much depth um but there's particular things that we are going to touch on you know some of this stuff isn't technically spoilers maybe how it's executed is so we will say mild spoilers or spoilers on this section if you haven't seen the last few episodes of clone wars 
just to give us a bit of freedom to discuss. But Troy, I'm going to throw it to you, man. Yes, sir. Like I, I barely have the words to describe what was put to screen, especially in episode ten, man. That was some of the mm-hmm. best lightsaber, mm-hmm. best battle, like the Siege of Mandalore. Wow. Oh, like let me give me some insight into what you're thinking as you're watching, especially these last four episodes. This this is crazy. Um, yeah. So I was with you, uh, beginning with the final season, the first, the first story arc we got there with Anakin the Bad Batch. I was like, this is dope. This is cool. Um, when it got to Ahsoka and the twins, I got a little lost in the mm-hmm. sauce there. It was, it could have been down to maybe two episodes. Yeah, I understand sure. what they're going for, but there's a lot of cat and mouse going on. But listen, when they end that off and Ahsoka joins up with um, Satine, yeah. um, man, that's when things turn up. We kick off the next episode, um, basically, like you mentioned before, off air, when they go back to the old school George Lucas uh, title tag there. Yeah, oh, and the green. The, it, and and, the, and the, the tone was just a movie. It was just cinematic gold. We get the little announcer doing the classic Clone Wars montage to catch you up. And this is now we're, this is we've entered the Sith territory because now we're showing where the other Jedis are on each planet when mm-hmm. they get taken out on Order 66. But the money shot is when they show the Jedi Council and we see young Caleb Dune, a.k.a. Kanan, there with his Jedi Master. And if you read the, the Kanan comics, you, you, you'll, you'll pick it up and be like, oh, my God. So it's setting in that groundwork. It's paying homage to all the source material we've gotten in the past. And they're starting off with a big bang. We get Obi-Wan Kenobi off the gates, blocking that that uh, that shot, that attack. We're oh, yeah. getting references from um, from Last Jedi when Luke's taking on that army. We're getting Anakin taking on that army, the wind blowing in his hair. Everything was great. Um, and, you know, I'm not going to go shot for shot here, but another thing I got to mention that was just fantastic is we're at the point now in the series where we're used to seeing Anakin mow down people. He's extremely powerful. He's pretty much at his, not his peak, but... Close to his, he's pretty strong. He's grown a lot. Like he said to Count Dooku, my Dooku, my my strength has doubled. Um, so we're used to seeing Anakin mow down people, but he gets to a point where he just uses strategy to take down take down his opponents here using Rex and his whole crew. And I thought that was really cool to see him do. And uh, man, we get that great scene between Ahsoka and Anakin, their their final moment, which mm. was just ah breathtaking especially coming off the heels of the earlier episodes where they you know they break away from each other so to see that come full circle i don't know what else i could ask for from a star wars fan being a big fan of the prequels this this just it killed it for me this whole four episode arc was just is a masterpiece in my opinion the score was incredible the visuals the visuals is groundbreaking you know and then this is like five minutes of the episode (laughs) it's i agree with man the score on this is Mm -hmm. it's some of the best Yep. Like, especially when it dips in around Order 66, yes. the end stinger, holy man. Oh. And you get, like, some hints of Duel of Fates in there, I think. Oh, some real man. prequel Had era John Williams. Oh, yes. Yeah. It's, yeah. And there's, ah. it's, it's like, and for a character Maul, like, in the past, I said, you know what? We've seen a lot of Maul in the past couple of years between comic books, film, TV, Rebels, everything. He's been all over the place. Mm-hmm. And coming back into the, this, this character, wow, again, just blew me apart. Like, to the point, even, I think you agree with this, because you just said, hey, let's see let's see a, a Maul arc, a Maul movie. Yeah. This guy yeah. continues to be a standout in Star Wars as yeah. a villain. Like, we've seen his story come to a conclusion, but everything they're filling in between 
is so well done. And the battle, the lightsaber battles in this. Wow. Like, next level. Like, Ahsoka is a certified bad ass in these last four episodes. Like, yeah. beyond anything I expected. I have to say my favorite thing. Mm-hmm. She drives the lightsabers in, uses yeah. the fourth and force and spins. Yes, yes. Cut- Which is a callback to Anakin doing that in uh, Revenge of the Sith. Yes. Him and Obi-Wan do that same kind of thing. And it's the synergy, man. It's all there. It's yeah. I won't get into it, but yeah, it's it's, it's incredible. It's yeah. incredible, man. And the, the, um, you mentioned the choreography too. Uh, Ray Parks, they took Ray Parks to do the choreography. Um, so they basically did the motion cap, no. which was something they don't normally do. And I I heard that Dave Filoni was even saying, or whoever was directing was saying that Ray Parks was so fast that the lightsaber was like leaving his hands. It was is is pretty hard to actually shoot the footage of what they did because he was just so beyond anything. And the way they captured that, I can't remember the the actress too that did the choreography for Ahsoka. But did it ever look good? It's oh. some of the best. It's one of the best lightsaber battles out there. It's it's next level, absolutely yeah. next level. And what do you think about the execution of Order sixty six from the perspective of Ahsoka? So the interesting piece about this, you know, when they built Clone Wars, it's like okay, they've given Anakin a Padawan, they've done this. Like, where was she during all this? And it's kind of a mm-hmm. question mark. I find that the way they fill in that space is brilliant. It doesn't make you question anything. And it adds so many layers to Revenge of the Sith and everything Mm -hmm. that's happening at that time. And even the connection between Maul and her and Maul having some insight from Sidious and kind of patching that over to Ahsoka and making her start to question things as it's all happening. I, I love how they did that and how they brought her perspective into Order 66 mm-hmm. and how she's able to work through it and even working through with Rex yes. like and how they got him on the other side for his eventual appearance later on down in Rebels. Mm-hmm. Like it's, oh man. It's heartbreaking, man. That moment that we get when, yeah, Order 66 is executed and Rex is fighting as hard as he can but turns on Ahsoka. And again, the groundwork they've laid out in this series where we go way back, I can't remember if it's season one or two, but we get that case of the chip kind of uh, bugging out on one of the earlier clones. Yeah. And that all just, you know, goes forward to this. It all ties in. Um, and it kind of shows, again, the arrogance of the Jedi that this has been happening the whole time under their nose. We even get to the point where Ahsoka meets with Mace Windu and Yoda in the council and she wants to give them information. And Mace just kind of turns his shoulder yeah, he towards her. And that's the second time he did that in a moment of like five minutes because he does the same thing with Anakin. So, again, it's just, ah, man, it just shows the, uh, yeah, it shows the flaws a little bit in the Jedi. But it also shows the strength in Ahsoka. And she's basically the Jedi that they should all strive to be. Exactly. Right? Which is the most important thing. Um, so, yeah, this, man, masterpiece. Masterpiece yeah. this is. Hell Absolutely yeah. brilliant. On. So, yeah. Yeah. Two more things here to walk through quickly. Now, what do you think yeah. about this end, end stinger here? Like, wow. like, so we get, and this is looks like it's a bit into the future. We've got the proper stormtroopers. We've got some snow troopers. We've got Imperial uh, probe droid, snow, and it's Vader visiting the site of what is presumptively the uh, the grave or the death site of Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. Man, was that a good scene? The way to like to end the series like that? Wow! Holy! Yeah, yeah no, that killed me because you know I think you you also read uh yeah you read the Ahsoka book too. Yeah, I want your. That's the next thing I want to talk about is how close yeah. that is to the Ahsoka book. All this. Well, because I remember they kind of paint the picture of them uh, burying some of the troops. Yeah. 
right? So to see that scene come to life with like, you know, kind of like uh, the Mandalorian where you're seeing the troopers helmets on these sticks yeah, and you're seeing Jesse's helmet. And I was just like, oh man, like these were their, the, you know, the clones were all brothers. I, I do see there's some been some liberties taken, you know, yeah. um, Ahsoka's lightsabers were green, I believe in that novel, whereas here Anakin kind of modded them and made them blue. Yeah, There's some things that are a little different. I also do remember that um, Rex had to like, bury himself like he basically yeah, I think he buried his helmet with exactly but i think it was with the lightsabers yes if i'm not yes. mistaken like that was a thing that was done and so i have to i have to go back and re at least read or listen to that piece of the book so i don't think it's exact because i no. if i'm not mistaken they bury him and his because i was expecting to see rex's helmet there too right yeah to try to say that he was dead and mm-hmm. so it was a little tossed when it wasn't his helmet that's and right. there's only one lightsaber she drops. I don't know if another one's buried with if they only buried one with him. Well, I think that's right because is it is I think it's the Vader book that lightsaber that he picks up he gives to one of the Inquisitors I believe. Oh, does, okay, maybe I thought he did, but it is interesting that she leaves only one. But so maybe the one is one is buried. I don't know. Yeah. I I can't remember exactly because that was quite a few years ago that I read the. That was by E.K. Johnson. That's the Ahsoka book. It's really, really good. I really like it. I really like that book. Um, yeah. And it really yeah, picks this, up from this point forward, right? Yeah. Yeah. This this moment to me just pulled on all the strings because it's one thing to go back. You watch the prequels. You watch the, OD, the OT series and you get Anakin's story and his turn. But to spend seven seasons with Anakin. And this is this is probably more of the Anakin that most people like um, to see his turn to the to the dark side. And you get that shot of Vader, you know, um, igniting the blue lightsaber that he basically modded for Ahsoka. Just just killed me. And then he looks up and you see the Morai yeah. from the Mortis Arc looking down on him, right? And she was like the good thing of that planet. So it's a callback. The Morai obviously was connected to Ahsoka as well, going into the Rebels series. Um, that just killed me. You see him basically, that the money shot is Vader looking at the clone trooper helmet which has now been painted with a ahsoka face so it's like him kind of coming to terms with that ahsoka but then he's now leaving mm-hmm. whereas last time we saw anakin and ahsoka in one of the episodes of clone wars it was ahsoka leaving anakin so there's this all this synergy and a full circle going on here and uh yeah man it was it was incredible another thing is too i guess the timeline lines up with I believe probably the middle point of the Charles Soule book because he you see Vader's lightsaber it looks like the old lightsaber, not the one that he normally has, but the one that he defeated the uh, Jedi Master. Okay, cool. I didn't catch that. Let's go back. Yeah, that's, that's yeah. so cool. So that's kind of cool. And then you look at his armor; it's closer to like the New Hope Rebels timeline. Yeah. Obviously, not the Emperor uh, Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Vader. Yeah. So it's so cool. The, the last thing I just want to mention there too is mm-hmm. in that scene when he's looking up at mm-hmm. the bird. You can yeah. see Anakin's eye. Yes. And that's very cool because I think that's a nice homage to when they fought in Rebels. Yes. Because you can see his eye, right, when she cuts it open. Right. And I, I just love that. So you get kind of that Vader mask, but you can yeah. see his eye behind it. Yeah. Which is a nice, nice touch from a um, an animation perspective. I'm just kind of giving you that yin-yang of his, this whole character, right? Him coming – it's Anakin really coming to terms, not Vader, right? of yeah. the, the death of Ahsoka and all this. And like you said, beautifully put and beautifully mirrored um, mm-hmm. that imagery from previous Clone Wars episodes. So 
like this thing, you know, if if you're if you're not even a Clone Wars watcher, and we were talking to Carlos off air about this, he's kind of caught up on that season five, I think it is, like the where Ahsoka's turned turns away, turns her back on the Jedi Order, and you could really even with Revenge of the Sith, if you have some familiarity for with Ahsoka is, you can jump into this last four episodes and pretty much just consume it. Mm-hmm. It uh, it doesn't require. It's not a huge barrier for entry. You don't have to get through all 125 episodes of Clone Wars to understand this. Maybe watch the last few, kind of the what is it the um, the Maul arc at the end of yeah. season five, yeah, and kind of the Ahsoka stuff there. And then you can pick this up. You don't have to even watch the first what is it eight episodes or whatever it is. Um, you can no. really jump into the last four and I think really appreciate what they do here. So yeah, yeah huge props to uh, to Clone it's, Wars guys. It's, 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 it's incredible. Absolutely it's, insane. Yeah. It's, it's I, I gotta say one quick little thing here, just just to wrap it up for me. But um, it's funny going back to 2005. I was at the the peak of my Star Wars fandom, coming off the heels of Revenge of the Sith, and I always tried to convince my wife, girlfriend at the time, to get into Star Wars. And they released the Clone Wars movie. Mm-hmm. I took her to that movie, and we both left disappointed and like, what the heck was this? It was it was almost an embarrassment embarrassment to introduce her to. So my love for Star Wars kind of went down from there, and then slowly picked up with 2015's Star Wars, and obviously Tim get me into the Black series. And then for me to convince her to give the Clone Wars another chance, and watching this whole um, series unfold the love was like stronger than ever for this series. So it was really cool to see how it worked from its way down and then just worked up and became this, for me, one of the best things ever to happen to Star Wars. So it's yeah. just a nice, cool full circle there, man. And and that design of Vader at the end, like he just looked incredible. I he liked did. him more than the look of the Macquarie art uh, Rebels. I yeah. love the look of him. Yeah. Yeah, so good. Yeah, man. So good. Carlos, man, is this, you know, have we, I know we've kind of spoiled a bit of it for you here, but... <laughs> <laughs> like you're gonna give this a shot like i think disney plus they should just jam these together and just make a, a movie you know there's a guy on twitter right now actually i saw rick uh tweet it out that's chopping it together oh nice of reps. course of course there is <laughs> <laughs> well just like first off i want to just say to our listeners this should be an indication to you guys of how sexy troy is that he took his <laughs> wife to the clone wars movie when they were just dating and she went on to marry him after that experience. <laughs> so that's just a, a little aside for the listeners out there. Oh, that's hilarious. Like, like we ain't joking around when, when we talk about Troy, the boy here. He um, is. I think we should change it to Troy, the playboy. <laughs> <laughs> There's Sanjay. There he is. He's alive. Hey, I was pause. listening the whole time. Pause this movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. No, for sure. You, you know, I I watched all the mall stuff in season five, and I made it through season six, all the way to like I was saying the Jar Jar Binks love story, and that was coming off of the heels of like the angsty Anakin Padme ex boyfriend storyline too. So the the gas in the tank was kind of low, but um, yeah, I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to finish off six and go all the way through seven. Yeah, it's just um, worth it. Yeah, you guys got me super excited for this, and I, I was kind of like a I like Qui Gon, so looking at kind of the episode descriptions for the last three of season six, it kind of hints at some of the Force Ghost stuff coming to the forefront. So I'll check those out, and then yeah, I might as well finish it off. I saw the lead up to the Bad Batch, so. Mm. 
might as well just witness this thing in all its glory. And you guys got me kind of curious about Rebels now with the conflict that you talked about. That sounded pretty cool. So, Oh, man. Like I tell you, the first season is a little bit to get used to. But once you get into season two, wow, man, it's uh, season two is something else. Yeah, I might I might just get you guys to make me a watch list on that one. And yeah. Just, <laughs> just, just lean and mean. Yeah, we can do that for sure. Definitely. definitely. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, that wraps up our Clone Wars discussion. And uh, I, I'm curious as to what's next for Star's Animation. They've they've done super well with their last, at least in this space, Clone Wars and Rebels. I, I didn't really watch Resistance too much. Um, I've heard some good things about it. But we need they're going to bring something more from Lucas Animation onto Disney mm-hmm. Plus for sure. Um, so let's wait and see. It's got to be an announcement at some point here. So looking forward to, to what's next and what they build on because this animation space has been nothing short of fantastic um, in the last couple of years. So, all right. But with all that being said, guys, let's get into our Star Wars trivia night. Now, this is something we wanted to do that we, we I proposed, actually, and the guys actually went along with it. So um, <laughs> kudos to them. It's something we just want to cap off our celebration of Star Wars with, with a bit of fun, you know? Put the fun back into Star Wars, son, Jay. Get off your damn phone. <laughs> Yo, man, I'm reading these questions for the... Okay, you're doing your homework. Okay, good. So... I'm like, I'm trying to... I'm going to pick questions where I can actually, like, pronounce names. So anything that's too complicated, don't expect a question. That's okay. So what? What? what how this is, is working is if I sent the guys each 20 questions from the Trivial Pursuit from, I don't know, a couple years ago. Um, these are OT-focused questions, primarily A New Hope and Empire Strikes Back, kind of in the space that we're in with the 40th celebration and all that. And we will get to a prequel trivia night, I promise you, Troy. Um, so you can go out <laughs> you and just give Troy dominate. the belt yeah. right now. <laughs> <laughs> so what we're going to do here is, of those 20 questions, the guys are going to each pick five, and we're going to go around the horn and each of us play host for those five questions, just so everyone has an opportunity, because I want to play here too, guys. So this is a, me being a bit selfish, so... Um, this is the way we're going to do it. And like I said at the top, this is going to be for $50 donations to Dreams Take Flight. So the winner gets their name on that donation. This is something that we are very supportive of. And, you know, we got to put a bit of stakes to this. So it's fun to do some stakes and also to uh, to donate to a really great charity and all that. So we're going to kick it wait, off. I'm gonna... Wait a second before yes. we go. So. Let me get this straight. So you ask questions. Yeah, there are multiple choice questions. Right you're going to, you're going to, okay. yes. And then if you get a question wrong, you got to take a piece of clothing off. <laughs> Is that what, what? we're doing? Like you, that's what you mentioned earlier. We're playing strip Star Wars trivia. Like things are going to get really awkward in like five minutes because I don't know any of these questions. So you don't have much clothes on either. Already. <laughs> I don't know if you got pants on. Like I can't see below the, the camera's not low enough. I, I already got three questions wrong. I thought I'd just get a head start. <laughs> uh, you're in a ch- uh, chewy moo moo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's my only Star Wars shirt. <laughs> I bought it for because uh, Disney wasn't smart. Well, Disney lost the bet in actuality. If they listened to me, they would have moved solo. I lost $100 million because they didn't listen to me. <laughs> okay. Okay. I can buy that. I can buy that. <laughs> okay. So here's what we're going to do. We're going we're gonna to kick up some music here. I'm going to put some music in the background to kind of lift this little pub trivia, if you will. So Tim, future Tim, cue that music. And uh, I'm going to kick it off here, guys. All right. So there's going to be five questions from me, multiple choice. 
all you're gonna have to do is say which letter, which choice you want to be yours. I'll keep track here and we'll work towards a winner. There'll be 15 oh. questions in total per person answered, 20 questions asked. So let's start but this off. How do off. we know if there's cheating? Like what if like Troy's like, oh, that's A. And then I'm like, yeah, that's totally A. Honesty is what we're gonna rely on here. We trust each other, right? Kind of, I trust the guys more than you, but. <laughs> Anything to keep my clothes on. <laughs> All right. First question for you guys to answer. So I'll ask it. I'll say the multiple choice, and then you just kind of yell out the answer here. So first ever Nerd Room Star Wars Trivia Night begins now. All right. What did C-3PO thank the maker for? A, a tune-up, B, a polish, C, an oil bath, or B, a rewiring? C, an oil bath. What do you think, Sanjay? Uh, who was the C-3PO? Is that the <laughs> basketball player? It's Goldenrod. <laughs> uh, I'm going to say D. D, a that's rewiring. What was, that's what I was going to say. Yeah. Okay, D, a rewiring. Don't copy me, Troy. <laughs> All right, the Give answer me. is an oil bath. Oh. Carlos takes mm. the first point there. there. Well, hold on. We got to shut off his Wi-Fi. How do we know he didn't just Google that really quickly? Man, that was a snap answer, man. That was like, he's right on the horn with that one. Yeah, because <laughs> you probably already the whole, whole way through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, question number two for this round. According to Princess Leia, to which planet was she on a diplomatic mission to? A, Dantooine, B, Onderon, C, <laughs> C, Tatooine, or D, Alderaan. So there's Onderon and Alderaan. Oh my goodness gracious. What was B? Uh, B, so A, Dantooine, B, Onderon, C, Tatooine, or D, Alderaan. Oh, Say Onderon. No, it's D. Come on, Troy, this is an amateur hour. <laughs> so what's your answer, Carlos? <laughs> I'll go. It was A Dantooine? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to go B. B Onderon. She was on a diplomatic mission to Alderan. Sanjay. Oh, shoot. Alderan's the one that got That's her home planet, right? Yeah. <laughs> I am smarter than you guys in Star Wars proof. trivia. I reversed the A and B because I got screwed up with Onderon and Alderan. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Troy, you have to take your hat off because you got the question wrong. <laughs> okay, let's get through this here. Hmm, what am I going to ask here? All right, from Empire Strikes Back, moving on from A New Hope, who felt like he could take on the whole Empire himself? Was it A, Dash Rendar, B, Wes Jansen, C, Dak Rattler, or D, Zev, I can't say his last name, Zev Seneska, Seneska, there we go. C. I'll say Dash, that's the only one I know out of that whole. Dash. A. Wait, A. is this 10? Is this, well, I guess, I don't know, never mind. I guess Dash is Legends now. <laughs> so, <laughs> never mind that. <laughs> okay, so we got Dash Render, Wes Jansen, Dak Rattler, or Zev, I'm just going to say. I'm not going to say his last name. A. Dak for me. Dak? Okay, what do yeah. you got, Troy? I go Dash. That's my Dash. boy. Answer <laughs> is Dak. Playing Gunner Dak. to Luke Skywalker. I could take on 
the whole I wish he I felt like I could take on the whole empire. Brilliant. Jeez. All right, Carlos. Out an early lead. We've got three questions in the bag, and Carlos is out to a two-one lead over Sanjay and Troy. All right. <clears throat> Again from Empire Strikes Back. What did Darth Vader tell Admiral Piet did not concern him? A. Uncharted settlements. B. Admiral Ozel. C. A clear transmission. Or D. Asteroids. D. D. B. B. Whatever. Admiral Ozel. Yeah. The, <laughs> the correct answer is, of course, asteroids. Move into the asteroid field and chase the Millennium Falcon. All right. Troy's on the board in a big way. And Carlos continues to stay in the lead. Here, last question coming for me before we transition over to Carlos to, in fact, read the next five questions. This one is one for Sanjay. This is going back to a new hope. Now, what were the rebels targeting in their Death Star attack? A, an emergency air dump. B, the equatorial trench. C, an anti-gravity chamber. Or D, a thermal exhaust port. A. What? Delta. D. D, an emergency. So we've got an emergency air dump, the equatorial trench, anti-gravity chamber, or a thermal exhaust port. We've got A chosen by Troy, D chosen by Carlos. What is Sanjay choosing? Uh, B and a half. B and a half, the equatorial yeah. trench. I'll so take B close. and C. So close. Anti-chamber, oh, yeah. nope. The answer is, in fact, D, a thermal exhaust port. Ooh, wow. This guy, Carlos. Man, Carlos, a ringer. A ringer. Really playing <laughs> it here. Oh, what is this uh, Star Wars business here? Is that the one with the Egon and the uh, Trekkies and long live and prosper, my man? No, well, since we announced this, I've been hitting up Kyle from Tumbling Saber in the DM, and we've been like Rocky and Apollo. He's been training <laughs> me up. Oh, man. Troy loves a good montage. Right good Star Wars montage. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, is I've that like in this, in this other year phone? Yeah, right? man, you got you're like you got a bug in you, man. That's cheating. I want a ringer. Interesting. So of course, went four for five in that round. Fire, man. Hey man, Bat you know what they say? Batman wins any fight as long as he's got prep time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Carlos, you are up. You're asking questions. You are now playing host to the Nerd Room Star Wars Trivia Night. All right. Which weapon short-circuited droid electrical systems? A, a bowcaster. B, an ionization blaster. C, a lightsaber. Or D, a blaster rifle. C, lightsaber. Okay. What B? What was B again? An ionization blaster. I'll take B as well. All right, you guys got it with B. B and ionization blaster, so Troy and Tim with the uh, points on the board. Don't you remember R2 getting shot? Duh. Yeah, with a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What do you got All right. here for us? In honor, in honor of the figs I found, uh, who reported into Echo Base that he had found Commander Skywalker and Captain Solo on Hoth? A, Rogue Four. B, Rogue 6, C, Rogue 10, D, Rogue 2. Okay. Are you just, like, making up answers? Are you just, like, making up questions? Like, I don't... Couldn't you give me, like, a name like Larry or Brett? 
No, man, my Star Wars knowledge is so vast. I'm actually looking at Twitter right now and just, <laughs> I, like, I just know so these answers. <laughs> oh, man, this is like I can hear the guy in my head. And this is driving me nuts. Hey, guys. I'm going to say, I'm going to say D. Rogue 2. Okay. Sunny. I'll say A. Rogue 4. Okay. Yes. Troy. A. Rogue 4. God, the yeah. answer is D. Rogue 2. Yeah, hey, buddy. Echo Base. Echo Base. Echo Base. This is Rogue 2. Echo Base. This is Rogue 2. Those speeders are sweet, too. Is that the sequel to Rogue 1? It's true. Rogue 2. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone's resurrected. <laughs> <laughs> That's the sequel to Passion. It turns out that the Death Star Bus isn't that impactful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Number three for me, I guess. Yes. Okay. To what? Did General Riken order all power in Echo Base rerouted? A. The Ion Cannon. B. The Energy Shield. C. The Medical Facility. Or D. The Hangar Bay. Both A. A. The Ion Cannon. Yeah. I'm going to say B. The Energy Shield. Energy Shield. Sunny? Uh, B, man. B. B it is. B oh, as in Batman. The Ooh. energy shield. <laughs> yeah. Got two. Yeah, I boys. Got two. Two <laughs> is what I got. Here is my two. Pick two. Sanjay is completely naked, by the way, everyone. For those of you that can't you see. you ever see that, like, and Thank goodness Williams this isn't a video podcast. DJ music video? <laughs> when he, like, takes off his, like, skin and he's just boned by the end? That's going to be me. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, right. That one. Is that Rock he's DJ or Millennium? Rock DJ. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he's just taking off that. his skin. That's me. I got so many. <laughs> yeah. when, you, when you said that, all I could think was that Aquaman commercial. <laughs> oh, the yeah. Super Bowl when he takes off all his muscles and everything. Oh yeah, <laughs> that's me right now. <laughs> yeah, Sunny's completely naked and he only took off one piece of clothing. <laughs> yeah, but naked. For comfort, guys. I told you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who claimed that a maneuver at the Battle of Tanab was what pro promoted him to general? A. Luke Skywalker. B. Han Solo. C. Wedge Antilles. D. Lando Calrissian. Uh, Lando. Lando. C. What do we have here? Troy and Tim with the points on the board with a D. Lando Calrissian. Ooh. Yeah, man. Battle of Tanab. Always bet on black, them. baby. Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> it was C. <laughs> Wherever he was, it was C. Can you get more naked, Sanjay? <laughs> <laughs> I could. But this is a PG-13 show. All right. Last question uh, from Carlos here. Last question, just because it's kind of fun. <laughs> what was Yoda's species? A, Unknown, B, Trilith, C, Yolor, or D, Yangral? A. A. A, A is unknown. what I'm guessing, too. Yeah. All Cop three shirt. of you put some points up. Nice. Hat trick for Sanjay. The only reason I know that, too, is because of the Mandalorian. Mm. Me, too. Like I probably, If it wasn't for the Mandalorian, I probably would have took a stab at some random thing that they put there. I think, like, wasn't it known before in Legends, and then they kind of erased it? They might have erased it, yeah. but because, like, yeah. no one knows what it is in Mandalorian, right? Right. Um, yeah. Interesting. Mm -hmm. hope everyone's seen Mandalorian to this point. 
<laughs> All right, Sanjay, take a break from answering questions. All right, I got it. All right, so what kind of game show host should I be? I'll be like the Family Feud guy from the 60s. Got to kiss you guys, and then we can start. Um, okay. How many TIE ships are housed in Imperial Star Destroyers? It's TIE. <laughs> I was like, what? No, because they're all capital, so then you got to say the letters, right? Sure. It's like... Oh, why would they be all capital then, right? Okay. How many Thai ships are housed in Imperial Star Destroyers? A, 72. B, 82. C, 69. Or D, 92. Is this a real question? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. Real question. I'm going to say... 82. Let's say A. I'll go with A, 72. I'll go with B, 82. Well, you're all wrong because you didn't answer in the form of a question. But <laughs> if you had, then Troy would be right as it's 72. Okay. okay. That was a all complete right. yeah. step there. It's funny because when I sent all the, <laughs> the instructions for the trivia night, I said, be reasonable and take things from the films that people would know. First question that Sanjay answers or asks is some random thing that you'd find in like a visual dictionary of A New Hope. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought I was with Star Wars fans, not Star Trek fans. I mean, anyone would know that it was A. I guess Troy's the only fan here. <laughs> Beat me up, Scotty. There it is. All right. What's next? Right. Who uttered the words... Luke, don't give in to hate. To Luke Skywalker. Wasn't it kind of obvious to Luke Skywalker if he says, Luke, don't give in to hate? I don't know. Um, or she. Uh, was it A, Obi-Wan Kenobi? Obi-Wan Kenobi, yeah. B, Yoda? C, Han Solo? Or D, Princess Leia? Obi-Wan. I'll say Obi-Wan as well. I guess I'll go with Obi-Wan too. Oh, uh, do you? Or are you just following the crowd? Because you know sometimes you shouldn't just follow the crowd. I'm trying to... I'd be, uh... Do you really want to go with Obi-Wan? Yeah. I, I mean... Do. Okay. Well, you're all right. Okay, it's good. Obi-Wan. Because I, I was just thinking there in my head, I'm like, because Yoda does talk about hate leads yeah, to suffering the, and all that stuff, Yeah, right? prequels. But, yeah, yeah, episode one, yeah. yeah. I almost changed my answer to Leia when Sunny started going off. <laughs> Mental gymnastics there. So. I'm just trying to trying to fool you guys. Okay. Um, to whom did Darth Vader make a point of stressing no disintegrations? Let's try that. Again. No disintegrations. Boba Fett. Yeah. Boba Fett. Yeah. You don't get extra points for answering before. So <laughs> let me read all four categories. B, IG-88, C, Dengar, or D, Bosk. Ooh, all great all great choices, but I'm going to have to go with Boba Fett. Yeah, Boba Fett. You're all right again. Okay. What's that? How all many right. have you asked? Is that four? I think it's three. Three. Okay. Um, but I, you know, I can keep going. Like I'm crushing it as a host. I don't like to brag or anything, but <laughs> nailing it. Um, 
Okay. Who was gold leader in the Battle of Endor? Lando Calrissian, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, or Wedge Antilles? A Lando. Oh, what episode is this, sorry? Battle of what? Endor. Uh, Battle of Endor, so episode 12. Episode, a few a few non-episode <laughs> four or five is stuck in here. It's Gold Leader. Gold Leader. Gold Leader. Leader in the Battle of Endor. I don't know. Can you read the answers again? I should know this, but... Lando Calrissian, Luke Skywalker, Han Solo, or Wedge Antilles. I'm going to go to Lando as well. I'm wedge. I'll go with Wedge. I'll go with Wedge. Yeah. Wedge? I don't think he, yeah. Looks like you got a wedgie because you wrong. It's yeah. Lando. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Last um, one. Last one from okay. Sonny here. In Star Wars Episode 7, what is the eighth word in the opening scroll? Scroll? Like the scrolls? The crawl? Yeah, the crawl, opening crawl. Does it actually say episode seven? No. I was gonna say I, I don't think this was any sequel stuff. Um. Okay, let's see if I can get this. I gotta pick a real. Okay. Um, a real hoot nanny. How many nostrils do tauntauns have? Twenty-seven. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> a two. Oh, this is a real e question. Yeah, it's a legit question. <laughs> you think he'd know what a tauntaun was? <laughs> you already locked in with 27, Troy. A2, okay. B4, C6, D8, E27. I'll go with four. I will also go with four. Uh, four. You guys just like have secret handshakes or something? Like, it's B4. Yeah. Even like hand signals? Like, oh, hey, I didn't look at these questions. Hey, everyone else, look at the questions except for Sanjay. That's why Troy's got the baseball hat on. He's giving us the hand signals. Yeah. It, who's that team yeah. that was stealing signals? When you got Kyle piped into Carlos's ear there. So. Guys, yeah, they're all cheating in it's here. It's a late, late night on the East Coast for him. Yeah. <laughs> all right. We got the last round here from Troy. As it currently stands, we've got Sanjay with three points. Troy with eight. What? Carlos with eight and Tim with nine. Ooh. Ooh. Damn. All, all right. right. All right. Let's do like this. Eight. All right, Where Carlos. Else? Come on, you. I know. I, I want to know how you got nine when you sat out a full round. <laughs> <laughs> I've only got one wrong. <laughs> I demand a recount. <laughs> <laughs> Harvey, let's go. Hey, you've gotten eight, Sorry. and you've sat at a whole round, too. <laughs> I mean, I feel like my three I should donate. I can donate to someone. Hey, man. Round power. Hey, you could tie Troy if you get all five of these right, Sanjay. No, Troy's just going to make him really hard for me. All right, all right. Nerd Room, you guys ready? Yeah, boy. I was let's born ready. Who was Luke Skywalker's tail gunner in the Battle of Hoth? Was it A, Wedge Antilles? B, Dak Rattler? C, Derek Kelvin? 
or D. Wes Jensen? A. B. Dak. I already gave you this answer earlier, Sanjay. It's definitely B. Oh, no. Did you do this one already? No, no. I oh. I had there was another. I'll oh. just say the answer. There's another Dak <laughs> answer. Okay. okay, B. B. It is Dak. Yeah. All right. Carlos, keeping pace. Dak on Sonny, track. Sonny, sorry, you can't touch Troy. I can't what? Next week we can, or one week we can do movie trivia, and you can kill me. Walk all over <laughs> us. Horror movie trivia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tim, how many horror movies you've seen? Zero. <laughs> all right, what's Not next? Sure. What do you got for us here, Troy? All right. Who came out of Lightspeed too close to the Hoth system? Was it Admiral Ozel? Was it B, General Veers, C, Captain Nita, or D, Captain Piet? Shit, man, your guys' face is like you're really concentrating on this. I hear the Jeopardy music in my head right now. Really? It's going hard. I think oh, it's yeah. going to be the cantina music that I throw in the background. I'm going to say B, Piet. Or, sorry, D, D, Admiral Piet. Okay, so Tim for D. I'm going to say uh, Captain Nita. You're for C? Okay. Um, I'm going to keep the times going. I'll go A. Oh, shoot. Sunny Boy coming through with the A. Ozzel? Ozzel. Oh. Oh. Oh, Dang. Force lightning all over. Yo, that was double jeopardy, y'all. So I'm at six now. Admiral Ozzel. <laughs> I always get all those random Imperial commanders mixed up there because, like, Vader kills half of them in the first part of that movie. <laughs> <laughs> All, All right. right. You guys ready? Yeah. What, according to Yoda, was quicker, easier, and more seductive? Was it A, the dark side? B, training as a Jedi in the Old Republic? C, the light side? Or D, urban living, y'all? Mm. <laughs> Times are hard. Is <laughs> <laughs> that actually on there? <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> I'm going to uh, let Sanjay answer this one. Come on. Well, I feel like they're trying to throw you off the scent by throwing a ridiculous answer. It turns out to be true. So I'm going to go D. Urban living. It is easier, yeah. faster. And what was the other one? Harder? <laughs> <laughs> the tagline I, for the new Fast and Furious movie. Yeah, it's 100%. It. <laughs> I'm going to go A, Dark Side. Yeah, A for me as well. All right. Yeah, add him up, man. That's uh, that's correct for Carlos and Timbo. Okay, so that's number your third. That's third. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so we're neck and neck still, Carlos, man. All Let's right, see. y'all ready? I'm excited. All right, question four. How long can space slugs grow? Sunny, Oof. keep it clean. <laughs> up to 900 meters. <laughs> B to 500 meters C up to a thousand meters or D up to 100 meters oh C definitely you got C C, C? Yeah. okay yep 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 uh, uh, can yes. you convert the meters into inches I, I only studied the imperial system so I don't know <laughs> I cannot not. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm gonna go with B 500 meters 500 so tim for 500 sunny for c 1000 what was a a was 900 Ugh. 
I'll go C with Sunny. This is mm. important. This is important one. This is crazy because you guys are all incorrect. Oh. Well, it's eight, nine hundred meters. Oh, jeez! All right, we haven't Here... had one of those yet, eh? No, we have no. not. I don't think. Here it is. So, oh. right now I have eleven. Carlos has ten, and Sanjay has four. <laughs> so, if I get this wrong and Carlos gets, give it. Has this got to be a hard one, Troy? Mm-hmm. Because this mm-hmm. has gotta, we gotta, oh, I feel we gotta like find a way. It's gotta be a hard one because you want him to get it wrong. <laughs> no, well, it's gotta be one that I have less of a chance of getting right, so Carlos can tie. And then we have to go to a tiebreaker question. Oh, the tiebreaker question. The category is Batman. <laughs> Goddamn Batman. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm got um... this. All right, the answer is A, Troy. Whatever you ask, it's A. Okay, you guys ready for this one? Yeah. A. Okay, here we go. What did Darth Vader tell Luke Skywalker about the name Anakin Skywalker? Oh, of course it... you choose this. It's my boy, man. But it's it's, it's good. It's a good one. Here we go. <laughs> it... <laughs> <laughs> it no... <laughs> so was it A, it no longer had any meaning for him? Was it B... He hadn't used it in a very long time. Was it C, he had never liked that name? Or was it D, he didn't know who the father was? Oh, B. B. This ain't no Mori show. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to go with A. What was this for A? Definitely A. Both A? No, you can't even go A, Carlos. You go A, you lose. You got to choose something else. Even if it's this wrong, it's still... a different type of game. <laughs> <laughs> so I like Lucky Two and for A. Yeah, that is correct. Ah, ah. Oh. there it is, Carlos. Man, I am impressed. Wow, most it impressive. It was a space slug. I didn't. I didn't have the cojones to. to the imagination. Say that some bitch with nine hundred. <laughs> Never ever agree with me on any question. That was your downfall. All right, well, guys, I hate announcing myself as the winner, but I am the winner. Oh, yeah, he's like, I won't look at these questions before. I promise, guys. It'll just happen to be random. I have my wife take a picture of them, go onto my Twitter, send them a DM to you guys. It's it's as better bub board as I could be. So you had them in your DM this whole time, and I noticed that you were casually looking down on them once or twice when someone was asking, so... My phone, I don't even put my phone on the desk. Oh, yeah, so now you don't even have a phone. When two minutes ago, she was sending it to your phone. Let's be real here, man. Even if you cheated, you still wouldn't have beat me. (laughs) (laughs) You say that now, but you don't know my level of cheating. That's true. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, guys, that was a a ton of fun. This is kind of a little bit of a backdoor pilot for something we want to do maybe in the future. We'll see. Maybe it's something we promise and get to a year later. Who knows? <laughs> really here in the nerd room. But like we said at the top here, man, the real winners are Dream Stake Flight, charity that we support. It'll be $50 going there in someone's name. Maybe I'll put it in Sanjay's name just as a consolation prize. But nonetheless. Ooh, tax you know. receipt. <laughs> I did that with the with the ones for, for some other stuff that we had to settle up with. And Sanjay's now worried that people are going to think that he's dead and they're like in memoriam. (laughs) That's hilarious. I'm so sorry to hear about your podcast partner, Carlos. 
<laughs> in memoriam <laughs> yeah no okay guys that was that was a ton of fun nice way to cap off a celebration of star wars episode and guys we're gonna be back next week with something maybe another movie review who knows you know what was in i got a lot of a, a thread time in twitter was age of ultron we haven't reviewed that maybe that's something we can look at who knows sanjay might come up with an idea as soon as we hit pause on this episode and my we might be doing that. off today yeah maybe a little but hey the man. strip trivia was peak though like yeah I'm you still... guys all laugh at it but as if you're not gonna play it like during this quarantine with your wives be like all right here's the question a space slug can grow to how many meters <laughs> there it is <laughs> He kept it clean for long enough. Save it to the end of the episode. <laughs> but we will indeed be back next Thursday, guys. So we hope that you come back and join us and have lots of fun discussing all things stars, Marvel, and DC. Now, guys, if you want to be a part of the show, you can always email us at nerdroom at gmail.com. You can find everything we do over at nerdroom.net as well as on Twitter. You can always find us running around there looking for something to discuss or handles at the end of the episode you can find some images of the hunt of stuff that we have in our collections over on instagram at the nerd rm and you can also find us over on emotionally14.com that's a big shout out to our man rob wade who endorses this very podcast each and every week so make sure to go check out everything that he is doing as well as the other endorsed podcast now with all that being said guys happy star wars day week whatever it is that you are celebrating and we hope that you enjoyed this episode. And we hope that you come back next week, especially to see Sanjay, you know, maybe come back and, uh, you know, give us some more Star Wars trivia here that you uh, can take home a bit of a title. But Yeah, man. World's best Star Wars, Star Wars guy. 100%. You got it, man. Episode four, Empire of New yeah. Hope. Attack of the Clones. <laughs> All right, guys. Until next week for the Nerd Room, I'm Tim. I'm Troy. I'm Batman. And I'm Sanjay. I'm glad he got that out, man. I was worried he wasn't going to do it. (laughs) Yeah, man. I was going to explode there at the end. Thank you very much for entering the Nerd Room. Thanks for taking your shoes off as well. This has been a Nerd Room Podcast production. You can find our hosts Tim, Troy, and Sanjay on Twitter at TheNerdRM, TroyTheBoy87, and Sanjabi. For more content from The Nerd Room, check out TheNerdRoom.net. And don't forget to subscribe to The Nerd Room on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, or wherever you plug in. Be sure to head over to StarWarsCommonwealth.com to find more podcasts from the Star Wars Commonwealth Podcast Network, including Talk Star Wars, Tumbling Saber, Generation X-Wing, Road Squadron Podcast, San Diego Saber's Radio Podcast, Retro Inc., and The Sandcrawler Podcast. Follow the Star Wars Commonwealth on Twitter at SW Commonwealth and take your first steps into a larger world.